Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We're all someone's daughter. We're all someone's son. Hello, get each other. Down the barrel of the Your chance to be the voice here on SENZ, and uh, Joey's taken that opportunity to be first up this morning. Joey, good morning to you. Yeah, g'day, Ian. Look, um, two things. Firstly, with the rugby, Eddie Jones is trying to do the right thing, but to take the pain, you've got to take take the gain. You've got to take the pain, and and they need to. The Australians need to play in our NPC competition, and it works hand in hand with the netballers. When the, when we had the netballers playing in the Australian competition, and it was New Zealand and Australia competition, we were going really well. As soon as we've gone down to play in our competition, and they stopped us playing over there. We've, we've gone downhill. And the same as with the, the Aussie rugby side, they play, they play Super 15 rugby, and then they go back to their club rugby, where we go into the NPC and everything. And not, I know not all of our players play in that, but the NPC has been proven in. And it's proven with rugby league, it's proven with basketball, it's proven with football. When we play with the Aussies in, in the combined competition, it only betters, it, it's better rugby league for, for the Warriors and for New Zealand. And, and it's better, it's better uh, football because we've got the, the um, Wellington Phoenix in an Australasian competition. And it, it's, it's better just with, with everything. And it's a no-brainer. They have to come. And I can't see why they haven't even done this. They haven't gone to try to get into the New Zealand NPC. And it's the same with the netball. We need to start up a trans-Tasman netball competition again because you have other sides like, like uh, England and, and their players that are playing in Australia and Jamaica, where have they come? Second and third in the world. And Australia won it. So it's a no-brainer. That's the netball I'm talking about. What do you think? Yeah, oh, just on that I, too, I agree. I go, yes, yes. Just on that before I go, Smithy, I hope you have a really good trip when you go away and um, we're going to miss your Delta tones on this radio station. <laughs> And I say that, and people might say I'm, I'm pissing in your pocket. I might be, but I tell you what, I enjoy your program and the station. And we will miss you for when you, when you go. Look after yourself and have a good time over there. Joey, thank you very much for those uh, good wishes here, actually. Um, I, I'll miss uh, talking to you guys as well. Um, Joey, I, I think you've, you've nailed a, a two or three really good points there. Uh, we're, we're in trouble if we think that we can just go it alone down here. Uh, and uh, there is speculation, and uh, I think it was rejected this time around, but they'll keep trying. South Africa want to join the Six Nations. Uh, and when they join the Six Nations, uh, who are we going to play? Who are we going to play apart from a Northern Tour? Well, I mean, we have to go back to things that used to serve us well. Okay, we're in a professional era, but that just means we should have more money available to do those things uh, a bit better. So we go back to those tours, those full-length tours, uh, when you're playing against international sides, when they do happen to come here and maximise the opportunity of them being here, not just one test match or two test matches, maximise the opportunity of exposing your players 
to a higher level of rugby to see where they've got to get to. And I think that makes sense. I think they're going to have to look very seriously at that because Australia um, and us are the rugby championship along with Argentina. We're just going to suffer the same fate and that we're not playing against tough enough opposition often enough. The other thing that uh, will come into play, and it'll be interesting because he, he just just hinted at it a wee bit, uh, Razor Robertson, um, is the availability of people playing rugby overseas to us as uh, in the all-black capacity, to bringing them back for games, uh, opening the door for them to come back. Um, you know, And this is going to be highlighted with a mass exodus at the end of this World Cup, which uh, could be in uh, the space of three or four weeks' time. Uh, when we're the last time we see a number of those uh, terrific All Blacks, uh, you know, they're gone. So uh, how are we going to replace them? I mean, are you comfortable within that 33? We've got a world-class All Black 15 to replace the four or five players that we're going to lose? I'm not sure I am. No. Um, it, it's good points, Joey. Yeah, cheers, buddy. No worries. Yeah, no, you did right. I'm not, I'm not happy with it either. And, and rugby's our number one sport, and it always has been. And, not, and look, I love my league, don't get me wrong, but it always has been, and I hope it always will be, because that's in our DNA. And it's great that, that fantastic the Warriors are going well on that. And it, it is, it's, 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 it, it just gets everything going. But they, what are they doing? They're playing in an Australasian competition. That's what we need to do. Otherwise, if we just keep playing Australia and, and Argentina, it'll be boring. We'll be winning. Mm. We'll be winning the Cups. We'll be winning the cup. Australia haven't won the Bledisloe Cups Cup in 20 odd years. Now that mm. hurts them, but but it's no good to us. It's, we're better to have that battle where we have they win it and we win it for five years, and then they win it for two years. We win it for two years. That's 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 the deal. Now that's fantastic, and it, and it brings in the, the strong rugby. You know, you'll get that strong rugby back, and the same with the netball. You start up a transitional competition again. New Zealand will get better. I'm telling you. Anyway, have a great day, mate. Cheers, Joey. I really appreciate you. Go the Broncos. Up the Broncos. Yeah, that's this week. Uh, wouldn't that be good to see Penrith uh, knocked over and a side outside uh, Sydney? And I class Penrith as being quite a long way outside Sydney anyway, but a side outside Sydney with all the power and all the clubs and all that they've got in the Sydney area. Uh, three of the last four uh, were from basically uh, outside of there. And, of course, uh, the fourth one was in Penrith. So, mm, interesting, uh, Louis. I, I thought we might have been a bit busier on the phone lines this morning. However, uh, people are texting in. And uh, Chris says, this morning, Smithy, uh, what are your predictions for top four and winner for the Cricket World Cup? Uh, have a safe trip. Uh, can't wait to hear your commentary at the World Cup. Thank you. Yeah, well, uh, that for me begins on Friday in a place called Hyderabad, where New Zealand are playing uh, one of uh, two warm-up games. Uh, against Pakistan, actually, and that's a good, that's a nice little barometer because Pakistan actually haven't been playing that well of late. They were disappointing in the Asia Cup. India are absolutely dominating that. So, yeah, I, my predictions anyway, um, I think England will get through. I think India will get through. I think Australia, because of who they are, will get through, and uh, I think they're pretty strong. They're not playing well at the moment, uh, but uh, they'll be better for that. Uh, and then it's one. It's one. It's a... It's a and interesting, it's, not, it's no draw as such. There's no pools, no side of the draw. Everyone has a fair opportunity uh, to, uh, to boost their case by playing everyone else. And unlike England, I don't expect Louis there to be too many weather problems at the start of the tournament as he were in 2019 when we had um, a, a great 
start to the tournament. We're, we've got a, an interesting draw, actually. Uh, we do play first up uh, England, we know that, on the October the 5th. And then we've got three games in a row that normally you'd say we'd be favourites for. We should win. Netherlands, Bangladesh, Afghanistan. But these are subcontinent conditions. So, yeah, Afghanistan, you you thinking? I think I I think that uh, Afghanistan and Bangladesh, in spinning friendly conditions, are a, a decent old threat to us. So um, that is that's my forecast there. I think we might have uh, Mikey through on the line. Just give us a thumbs up, Robbie, if we've uh, if we've got Mikey coming through. Are you there, Mikey? Nope, not coming through yet. Hopefully, okay, Mikey. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Ian. Hey, just listening to Joey, while I agree with mm. everything he says, um, the problem is is the Aussies won't want us in the competition. And on the flip side, and I'm talking about netball there, on the flip side, um, would the NZRU want the Aussies in our domestic competition? Now, as fans, we think this is the right thing to do, but when it comes to, <laughs> it comes to organisations, they're a little bit myopic sometimes, and, uh, you know, it's hard enough to... We've got, what, one team in the um, NRL competition? We'd like two. Is that ever going to happen? Uh, it was hard enough to... Well, I think we're going to get one, a second one in the, in the soccer. Um, but the, the, they, they, they do look after their own first. And I would imagine when it comes to rugby, um, they would look after our own first as well. Comes down to well, money, doesn't think- it? It does come down to money. It, it comes down to money, and it also uh, it comes down to logistics, finding windows for all these particular things. Um, but I, I think it's, I, I think you, Mike, it's more a priority than it used to be uh, because of trends. I, I think it, uh, it's something that it should be considered. I mean, I, I, they need uh, to me. Just going back to to my youth, I loved the touring situations. I really did. You know, when, when uh, you get, get up close and personal in the provinces, etc., with touring sides. I, I just thought that was a highlight of the rugby calendar. Uh, and that's disappeared. Yep. I mean, can you, can you actually say, can you actually say, Mikey, uh, how many highlights there are in a rugby year now? Oh, not enough. Not enough. And, and as I said, like, I agree with Joey everything he's saying. I just look at the, uh, the way the, the sports are run and I go, oh, I just can't see them pulling the trigger. That's the only thing that I that I that I sort of look at. Um, I mean, the fans, I think, on the most party phone the station have got it right, but unfortunately, mm. the organisations or some organisations, I should say, not all of them. Uh, I watched the Cam George interview last night again, just brilliant again uh, on TVNZ. Um, mm. You know, engaging with everybody, engaging with the fans, with the NZRU, just do not. <laughs> so, mm. for them to even consider the Aussies coming to a domestic competition, I'm like, well. <laughs> I, I can't see it. I'd love to see it. Can't see it. No, me neither. I, I, you know, I really don't. And I'm going to talk to Lisa Alexander after 10 o'clock. And Lisa, of course, is a highly successful netball coach for Australia. She might tell us whether they're interested in us or not at, at, um, in terms of a, a competition below international level. Uh, we'll find that out, Mikey. Thanks for your call. Have a terrific day. It's uh, 9.43. We'll take a quick break. Rightio, uh, let's get to uh, Cliff, who's uh, been very patient. Cliff, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Smitty. Yeah, just talking about the uh, the rugby in Australia, uh, 20 years ago, they were very strong, and they had three teams. And then we, cons- New Zealand rugby, decided that 
that we'd expand super rugby and they got more teams. And and I think it's the worst thing that ever happened to Australian rugby because it splintered all their sides. Now, Queensland used to have a very strong side and so did New South Wales. But problem was once they put those other two teams in, they started pulling players out of the, the, the Queensland and the Waratahs teams and they become weaker and weaker. The competition around the country wasn't strong enough to have five sides and then they dropped one but it still wasn't really strong enough. You know, if you're going to run a competition, you've got to cut your cloth to what you can afford and what your player base is. And it just hasn't happened in Australia for them. You know, in in Australia, in Brisbane there, the Brisbane Lions are in the final of the NRL, and I mean in the AFL, and then the Broncos are in the final of the NRL, but the Brisbane uh, Queensland rugby team is a poor side. And it was used to be that they were as good as the other two teams. You know, they were both strong. But I think it's worldwide. It's just the way sport is. You know, teams, we, we, there's not the money around. There's not enough. There's too much high performance at the top level, which sucks all the money away from the bottom. You know, there's less people playing the game, but there's more money going into the top. And it's, and it's coming from fewer and fewer sources. So... You know, I think back at the New Zealand football team. They couldn't, the coach who we had for a few years was trying. He had no forward uh, competitions. He was, he had nothing to play with. You know, there was guys there wanting to play for the All Whites, but there was no, there was never any games. They didn't play here for ages. They never played Australia. You know, the women's team seemed to be all over the world. They were played in Chile. They got beaten up 3 0. There seems to be a lot of, money in women's football at the moment but very little in for the men here and whether the men's game is subsidizing the women's because they don't really get the the crowds and i don't think the the, the sponsors come in behind the women's game i mean i might be a bit old-fashioned but at the end of the day one side one part of the competition is failing because the money's going into the other side what, what do you, what's your opinion on that Oh look, I, you know you're 100% right, 100% right. Um, the the big thing um, that worries me um, in comparison to Australian rugby to New Zealand rugby is New Zealand rugby. It's our national game, right? We don't have the uh, the other options that they have in Australia. The uh, AFL etc. League is a lot less pro- high profile in this country overall. Uh, take out the Warriors uh, etc. and uh, the latest. Uh, wave that's going through at the moment, um, but it, it, this is our national game. We should be concerned about uh, rugby is about number four or five on the tier over there. We're we're, we're genuinely interested in here, and we give it a lot of uh, airtime, etc. Because uh, it's important to us, and the ramifications of Australian rugby uh, pour into uh, what we're able to achieve here. Um, but unfortunately, uh, Cliff, at the moment, you're dead right. You're dead right. Um, uh, we're, we're, we might not be in a spot of bother. Hell, we might be preempting something here. We might be the world champions in a month. We might. Uh, 